Hey everybody, this is John Gregory, and welcome to A Light in the Dark Podcast, Episode 3. I want to begin today's podcast by giving a shout out to Bryce Randall. He started the new Under the Safe Light podcast, which can be found on Anchor and I believe iTunes. There's three episodes out there and it's great work, Bryce. I was uh, beginning to get a little lonely out here and you know I thought I was the only one. Turns out you started before I did. I just couldn't find you because you hadn't advertised it. So congratulations, keep up the good work and I look forward to more episodes. As some of you may know from the Facebook group, I went on a bit of a rant last week about dust and scanning of negatives and prints. Uh, Very frustrating, and I'm still trying to conquer the problem. I haven't quit scanning because I feel it's important to archive all these things. But if any of you all have suggestions um, on how to clean or how how to take care of this problem, it's a problem I don't have in the dark room, which is kind of funny because my dark room is a plastic walled corner of my basement of my storage room, which you would think would be very dusty. But, you know, I put the negative in the carrier, I blow the dust off, I get it into the enlarger, I make the print, and I rarely see any dust specks. And if I do, I simply go look at the negative and blow it off again, and it usually takes care of the problem. But uh, I will conquer this. I'm just uh, very frustrated with it. Also, as many of you all saw last week, I um, posted a test that I had done with all my uh, my uh, Ilford multi-grade print filters. It turned out it was a really interesting test. I, basically, what I did, I have 12 filters, actually 11 filters. Uh, one of them is just a red safe filter so you can actually focus onto real onto unexposed paper without ex- actually exposing it uh but it, you know I, what i did I, I shot a straight print uh three second intervals from uh, six intervals on each print then with each filter i did the same test six exposures three seconds and inter- three second intervals basically three through 18 seconds this is all on 4x6 Ilford RC paper, inexpensive. I had a box of 100, so I had felt you know like I could use some of that and not really worry too much about the waste. But it was a very uh, enlightening uh, test. I'd never done this before. And basically what, what I got out of this is what kind, uh, when I do split grade printing, the idea is to print with a low contrast um filter a zero double zero or one half and then also expose the same print with a high contrast you know four four and a half five and this really gave me the opportunity to look at the differences between all of the filters and kind of zone in on where i would like to be you know with with my with my split grade printing uh probably go I think I'm going to stick with right around a zero or a half on the low end and about a four to four and a half on the high end. Gives me good starting points. I encourage you all to go to the group and look at those prints. Um, kind of give you an idea of how I did it. So 
but uh, I'm, I'm going to try to do some more experiments and talk more about split grade printing. I know that Bryce Randall talked about it in his latest podcast, and this is really something I probably ought to make a video for, but I just don't really have the equipment to do that other than my my iPhone. And, you know, I don't know uh, how that would work if it's going to um, modify or put light out into the room that's going to cause a problem with my, uh, with my printing. Also, I'd like to hear from you um, or hear from all of you that have uh, put together your own dark rooms. I know that uh, Andre Dominguez uh, has been posting some pics where he's put one together in his bathroom, literally taping himself into the room with gaffer tape to make it light tight. Um, Dustin Cogsdale's also put one together. Dustin actually uh, posted on the group that he would like to hear more about developers and, and what chemicals and what papers that people are using. So post that on out there if you guys are, are doing it. Uh, as far as the chemicals go, I, I stick with the pretty, pretty traditional stuff. I, I really like Dectol. That's what I've used for years. Uh, it just seems to be the standard go-to uh and maybe it is kind of plain vanilla, but it works. As far as my stop bath, it's just Kodak indicator stop. Uh, some people use water. I'm just not comfortable with that. I want to make sure that I literally stop it quickly. It only takes 30 seconds in the stop bath. And stop bath is cheap. It lasts forever. Fixer, I use the Ilford, uh, Ilford liquid uh, hardening, the rapid fixer, I guess it is. Stuff works great. And then of course the old water bath at the end now um, I did buy some fiber paper and I'm going to plan on doing some of that but that's going to require a fourth tray uh, with some permawash in it because I don't I want to uh, to you know make sure I don't want to spend an hour washing the prints uh, I was reading about the permawash of the hypoclear that you can basically wash your prints for about 10 minutes uh, with fiber it, as long as you're using the single weight, it's a little bit longer with a double weight. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I'll, I'll uh, talk about that in a later episode. But hey, if you all are doing any of this stuff, let's post out there on the group and uh, let everybody know how you're going about it. And I would love to see pics of your dark room and preferably not a picture of darkness. I, I've seen that done. It's cute, but uh, everybody gets a yuck out of it. In uh, in future episodes, I'm going to want to start having some guests on, and I would really like to hear from you all. If you're interested in uh, joining me on the podcast, we'll talk about darkroom stuff, what you're doing, what projects you're working on. I'm currently trying to work out the technical details of how to do that. Andre Dominguez and I have been doing some experiments with uh, Skype and recording Skype. Uh, it, it works, but there, there's some things we got to iron out. So if any of you all know how to do that, hey, please get in touch with me. If any of you are interested in coming on the podcast, uh, love to hear from you. Uh, we'll we'll see if we can get this worked out. Um, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. I just uh, like I say this was going to be a short one. I want to encourage everybody uh, the weekend of May 26th, the Negative Positives podcast is having their first film photo walk. In Chicago, thanks to uh, Junior Wyatt and Bill Lehman, I believe, have set that up. Uh, Mike Gutterman and I are planning on driving up that Saturday morning from Louisville. 
It's about a four and a half hour drive. We'll see how it, how it goes. Hopefully everything will work out. Looking forward to that. Uh, you can go to photowalk.me and sign up there. Uh, should be a great time. We're going to meet about 11 o'clock at Central Camera, which is an old line uh, camera store in downtown Chicago, and uh, walk from there and uh, go out, do our photos, have some lunch, maybe have a beer. Uh, or well, I probably shouldn't do that since I got to drive back to to uh, to Louisville. But uh, looking forward to that. A light in the dark podcast is a part of the Film Photography Podcast Network. Go to filmpodcastnetwork.com to find a listing of other film photography podcasts. Thanks again to Mr. Shane Eisenberg for providing the backing track music for our podcast. Go to iTunes. You can download his EP, Between the Clouds. For the Light in the Dark podcast, this is John Gregory saying, keep on fixing it.